Hey, thanks for tuning in again. Hope you're all keeping well. We're now on episode four of Life is Dusty Pink, and I hope you've been enjoying the content so far. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. So last time we were talking about connectedness and the notion of quantum entanglement and what it means for us as conscious beings and also what it means within the context of oneness and universal unity. So of course we know that it's not all black and white. Why does it seem so hard to connect or feel connected? You know when you're at Starbucks waiting in line to order your coffee and some guy just comes and cuts right in, not a simple excuse me. Isn't it hard to think that, oh, hey, me and that guy are actually one? I know it is for me. It took me a while to actually grasp what it really means by we're all one and everything is one, everything's connected. It sort of makes sense with the quantum theory and their moments of fleeting clarity. But I think the easiest way to think about this is consider a giant jigsaw puzzle. There are hundreds of uniquely shaped pieces and they eventually all fit perfectly together to complete the whole picture. Okay, so it makes sense, pretty simple, but also not entirely that way. <laughs> so society, culture, and education all play a really massive role on this understanding and our ability to fit into the puzzle like comfortably and under full conviction. So to me, this is what represents the void that so many of us really feel. When we feel incomplete for some reason and you can't quite put your finger on it. It's that inability to feel a part of something bigger. We want to feel connected to something bigger in our hearts, in the deepest depths of our subconscious minds. We know we should be, or in fact are, connected to something bigger. But it's also so hard for it to be consciously in the forefront of our minds and to make it the fuel that drives our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions every single day. We feel out of alignment. It goes against our divine nature, and this is why so many people feel more and more inclined to meditate, do yoga, and take part in other spiritual practices. It's the stillness and mind-body connection or alignment that these practices facilitate that provide that opportunity for us to very purely and innocently feel reconnected to the universal source or God. And it offers us a sense of fullness and completeness. And the only reason I can give for that is what I've already mentioned. And it's that we all come from the same source. So really, it's just a journey back home. But let's come back to how societies impact that disconnect. The way societies, learning institutions, and economies are driven today is steered by very raw negative or imbalanced masculine energy, or better yet, the lack of the feminine. And no, I don't mean it's a man's world. We're all made up of both the masculine and the feminine. It's the yin and yang, the dual, everything that creates the whole. What I mean by the masculine is that societies are driven predominantly by masculine qualities or attributes, like making decisions, taking action, confidence, and dominance. 
The imbalance, because we are driven predominantly by the masculine energy, makes room for that negative masculine energy. Because again, the absence of the feminine. So for example, decisions and actions are taken with little regard for others' feelings and one's own for that matter. They're swift. The energy dynamic lacks love because of a mind-heart disconnect. And it's governed by mind alone and follows an end-justifies-the-means approach. And it thus becomes very ego-driven. As a result, emphasis is placed on individualism versus collectivism. It's survival for the fittest, and the notion of scarcity exists very strongly. The entire system is built on competing and succeeding at the game and the rules that are made by those who hoard. And they hoard because they believe in scarcity. Hoarding is an indirect result of the subconscious limitation that there is scarcity. So there's no belief that the world is abundant and we all have to fight to have access. There's this idea that if I don't act now, if I don't grab onto as much as I can today, there might not be enough for tomorrow. So you start living in a constant state of what if instead of what is. So consider for a moment politicians, policymakers, and governments of different countries. I mean, some are clearly more feminine energetically than others, and obviously vice versa. Now consider those that are more masculine. Are the societies that they come from not the ones that shun the feminine love and feeling, creativity, intuition, and promote the masculine so much more, so much so, creating an imbalance that it becomes negative? Societies are built on competing with one another, taking from one another, and self-preservation is paramount. So if we grow up learning to live that way, how can we possibly feel connected to one another? We're conditioned to feel like we need to compete with each other to survive. Because if we don't, we don't get a piece of the pie. But I wonder, is that why when we truly connect with someone, it impacts us so profoundly? It's like it's a breath of fresh air to feel so deeply. It comes from a place of love rather than limit? Or is it because it's just a pure moment of alignment? What do you think? Thanks for listening in. Have an amazing week.